Hey, podcast. Welcome back to the show. Before we dive into today's bonus episode, I want to give you a little preview of something I think you're really going to love if you haven't already heard it. So check it out. To a fault, we would work with young people on how is your prayer life? What are you doing? How are you growing daily? How are you using your phone as an instrument of faith? What does it mean to frequent the sacraments? How are you growing? If your prayer life when you're 17 is the same as when you were 16, I failed you. Hey guys, this is Nick. And what you just heard was the very beginning moments of my last episode that I did on the podcast. It was an interview with Doug Took. He is the vice president of ministry advancement for ODB Films. They brought you Paul Apostle of Christ. But Doug also has a 20-year career in youth ministry and diocesan ministry and ministry for spreading the gospel across the entire country. Um, And so we talked about what were those differences. It was a really, really packed episode full of golden nuggets, especially for people who work in evangelization and ministry. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd, I'd highly recommend go back, listen to that episode when you get a chance. But without further ado, I want to get into this episode. It's a bonus episode with my wife, we're going to review our favorite thing in the world, The Bachelor. Okay, it's maybe not the favorite thing in the world, but it's awesome. Christina, Christina, Christina. Nick, Nick, Nick. What is going on? Oh, you know, chilling. <laughs> Yep, you are just laying on a couch right now, and I am sitting at a table. We have this new Rodecaster Pro system here for the show. It is a fancy-dancy little podcasting studio mixer thing. Okay, it's a mixing board. It's a lot of fun. It's why I'm able to actually just edit on the fly, put in the little jingle here for the Nick Longo Show which is produced by The Passion Hi-Fi. Really, really great song called Untouchable. I love it. And I was able to put the little intro where I just kind of shared a little bit about um, the last episode we did with Doug Tuke, which was awesome. And now now we're talking to you. What's going on? How are you doing? You know, I'm doing well. I can't complain. It's so funny that we can't see each other right now. <laughs> we're, we're in the same room, but... I'm I'm hidden behind the couch, and it reminds me of the show on Netflix, Love is Blind. I love Love is Blind. I didn't watch the beginning part of it where they were in the pods, but now I'm experiencing it for real. It was exactly like this. This is how it was. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll propose to you again at the end of this. Yes. Yes, winning. <laughs> Marriage tips. Anyways, Christina, I'm so excited that you're here with me i mean you're here with me all the time in life because you're my wife and you're awesome but now you're on the show with me again you were on the first episode where i did a real episode for the first time it was kind of i mean it was like the trailer for season one but you kind of helped set the stage for what this show was going to be and you did a good job thanks so yesterday we're bringing on the show because we we have a passion what is our passion (laughs) christina (laughs) Oh, man, I don't know if I should. I was almost going to try and say something funny, but I can't. Our passion is the ABC phenomenon, (laughs) The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. You name it, we watch it. Yep. 
I just tried to put little uh, clapping hands on there for that because it was going to be awesome. It was going to be like this. Oh, that's not the right one either. But anyways, <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm working on this mixer thing, and so I was trying to put little happy, clappy little cheers like this. Now I got it. But I'm still working on figuring out this mixer. And I can't hear it because I don't have headphones. That's right. And Christina doesn't have monitoring headphones like I do, so I can hear it when I'm actually editing in real time, and then she can't. But maybe soon we'll we'll figure that out. We'll get that to happen. But... Yeah, you. we love... I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm going to do that, but I'm working on it. Pray for me, people. Christina, we love the ABC sens- sensation. What is it called? Well, I said phenomenon, but I'm pretty sure sensation is the right one. Right word? The Bachelor. The Bachelor. I was drawn into the show because we were dating, and, you know, gentlemen, if you're out there and you have a lady friend, and they... I'm, I bet. Maybe not like all, maybe not a ton of like Catholic girls or Christian girls or whatever, like let, watch this show, but they should. Cause they it's, do. I think they do. I think there's, there's a huge, like a there's, huge religious population that watches the show. I mean, that's why we had beloved Sean Lowe. Yeah, he's a you Christian know, dude. The ABC producers give the people what they want. There's a, yeah, there's a large Christian audience that listens or listens. I'm so used to podcasting that um, watch that show. Um, and it's it's funny. It's funny to watch. It's funny to laugh about. Um, and we definitely have to pray for a lot of situations, especially this season of The Bachelor. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Christina, what did you think? Like gut reaction from the very first moments of watching this season of The Bachelor. Wait, let's actually back up. Should, let's back up. recap? Um, or uh, sorry, you, you go ahead. No, let's, let's recap first. Yeah. Recap. And then let's talk about our first moments with experiencing that Peter was going to be the bachelor. And then like, we'll go through from there. So yeah, let's recap. Go for it. You're, you're going to be better at recapping. Okay. The bachelor this season was Peter Weber. He was on pilot Pete pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. He was on the last season of The Bachelorette, was in the top four, and he was most known for being intimate in a windmill with The Bachelorette multiple times. Wow. Six minutes into the episode. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, they say it on national television in a more explicit way, so... They, there, they, there we are. They did. That's that is certain. And then they continued to make that joke continuously. That, that's what he was known for. So I, I couldn't quite leave it out. But yeah. So Pilot Pete was chosen as the Bachelor, and this whole season, you know, he said in an interview going in that every week was full of drama. He and was I'm not thinking lying. Like, of course it is. It's the Bachelor. No. No, he wasn't lying. It nope. was full of so much drama. And in the end, spoiler alert, he has two girls, Madison and Hannah Ann. On the last week, Madison removes herself from the situation. She decides their lifestyle and values don't line up. She is super Christian. It's a big letdown. Was uncomfortable that he had been intimate with other women in the process she removed herself from the situation 
he ends up proposing to Hannah Ann, and then they break up a month later because Peter still has feelings for Madison. Then ABC, Chris Harrison, the producers, try and get Peter and Madison back together because they both love each other. They have this after the final rose interview. Peter's family doesn't like Madison. Drama, drama, drama. They really didn't like Madison. No, it was bad. Barb, Um, Peter's uh, mom, was very, very unpleased. Did you see the eye rolls? Oh, my God. There were so many eye rolls. Every time they would hand the camera over (laughs) to Peter's mom whenever Madison was speaking, there was just eye rolls galore. It was crazy. And you know what? Actually, the best part about watching The Bachelor is... It, I mean, it, of course, it's I'm watching The Bachelor and laughing and and enjoying it. It's it's just fun, but actually, the best part is going on to Twitter and watching the comments roll in and all the tweets come in about all the stuff that people 100%. are experiencing, what people are thinking about. My favorite one had to do with Barb, and it had to do with it was some girl. And she videotaped herself, and she <laughs> so basically, yeah, like Christina said, they like play conversations of peter and madison talking and then in the bottom like left corner they put a little square window and it was barb just her face there continuously occasionally she not occasionally all the time she'd roll her eyes over and over again and it was in the bottom left corner so there was this video on twitter where this girl had videotaped herself saying and and the comment of the tweet was i'm i'm so fed up with barb that this is what i did and she walks up, and you see her walk up and put a piece of paper and tape it over the bottom left corner of the screen so she can't see Barb anymore. <laughs> I thought that was so good. I loved it so much. so good. Oh, man. But it was such a letdown, ultimately, because, like, by the end of it, I was really, I, I was really rooting for Madison because I was like, I mean, I want to talk about that maybe more towards the end or whatever, but, like, Madison really, like, she stood up for what she believed in. And I... Yeah. I loved it. Like, I was so pro what you did. And, like, yeah, I thought it was awesome. And, and like, I thought maybe they could work through it. But, I mean, after, I mean, when the parents are that, like. Unsupportive. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, so I don't un- know how I, you would. That would have been a huge mountain to climb. And uh, rumor has it Pilot Pete still lives at home. So, like, I bet that was awkward going home that night. Oh, that that's. <laughs> Oh, is that really true? I didn't know that. Yeah. He lives at home? Yeah. <laughs> he's like 30 years old. Well, I and guess he's probably loaded now because he's an influencer in, yeah. in the world. Well, of I, I social think when you're a pilot, you're never home. So what's the point of paying LA rent? That's valid. Maybe he's actually winning in life. Like, that's smart. He's probably being able to bank a ton. Yeah. Well, hopefully he, he gets his own place now so he can date whoever he wants. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Oh well, gosh. anyway, I, I don't know if I said this, but basically they put um, Peter and Madison each put a post up on Instagram to say that they decided not to move forward with a relationship. A day after yeah, they go on national TV and like they basically showed them like trying to make it work in like a video where they were talking together and then they were sitting together and I mean, we're jumping ahead, but whatever. It's the, my show, the Nick Longo show. I could do whatever I want. But I think that um, <laughs> they sit him down together, and it was the, it, like, they were like, so Peter, Madison, 
because this is Chris Harrison, my best attempt at his voice. He's like, are you guys in love? And <laughs> Peter had the worst response ever. He was like, he was like, what? He was like, well, he, Chris Harrison said, well, I think he said, do you love each other? And he, they said, yes. But then he, he said, like, are you going to pursue a relationship yeah, with each are other? Are you going to give it a shot? And yeah. he goes, you know, Madison and I love each other. We have love in our hearts for each other. They kept saying that love in our hearts for each other. Yeah, it was like they had already made the decision. Like and this. we just have a lot of things we need to work through, but we want to... We, I don't even know if he said they want to work through him. I'm, it just seemed it was, like he was talking in circles yeah. and didn't actually answer the question. He was sidestepping the, the question big time. And it was awful. And, oh, it was so bad. Yeah, but back up. And before this, we see, like, in the beginning of the episode, because they, I mean, obviously there was so much drama between, like, the whole Madison situation and then what happened before we got to the Madison situation. And then, of course, Barb was going to be her whole thing of the episode. But before all of this, in the very beginning, the episode starts off because the previous episode, Madison had peaced out because she was like, I can't do this right now. She she removed herself from uh, the relationship, um, but like during the actual show. And then for the very final episode, for the final rose of the bachelor um it was him and hannah ann and he he like proposed to her because and she was the last girl left but it was the worst proposal i've ever it was, it was so, so it was bad. cringeworthy it was it was ugh. so bad it was so bad he said madison's name in it i will tell you what christina it was so cringeworthy that if you listen to the episode of the podcast with taylor schroll when i talk about cringeworthy moments in my youth ministry and i talked about how one time instead of saying prostrate <laughs> i said prostate in a youth ministry talk that's how cringeworthy this proposal of peter's was i'm sorry peter if you somehow found this podcast and are listening but come on it was pretty bad and i bet if hannah ann found this podcast somehow she's high-fiving me right now <laughs> so who knows True. i don't know but yeah, it was a it was a really 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 awful awful proposal. Um and I wonder if I could find it online and pull it up and play he, it through here. He basically goes like Hannah Ann, you're such a strong, beautiful woman. Um but I have to let you know that Madison left 2 days ago. Like he had the hugest like, pot. What is like? What is that? And so I think at first she was like, "Oh, I guess he's gonna, you know, choose Madison." And then he's like, "But my heart chooses you. My heart chooses you forever." Um, and then jumps right into the proposal. So it was, it was super weird. He made her momentarily think that he was choosing Madison. He didn't really explain anything and just didn't even use her middle name and well maybe Anne is her middle name i don't know but but christina i I pulled it up on youtube i'm gonna play it here right now i know you can't hear it because you don't have the headphones but i'm gonna play it because i think it'll be funny for the listeners to hear okay i'm gonna play it very first night i know when i had it give out that first impression rose it was never a question for me of who I was going to. 
and then from just all the memories that we've been able to make. I've cherished every single moment that I've been able to spend with you. I know I told you that I was falling for you. And I had told you that my heart was being torn in two different directions. And now I have to follow my heart. So, Madison. Uh, she actually left two days ago. Okay, Christina, he, he just said, he was just doing like, I have to follow my heart. And... <laughs> And then he goes, and then he pauses awkwardly, and he's like, so, um, Madison actually left two days ago. <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? Also, that's not following your heart. That's, that's just following logic that <laughs> he can't propose to someone who's not there. <laughs> My heart is only with you now because, because the one I want, that I really wanted. You're the only option. Ouch. Like, it was, that was so, so cringeworthy. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to just keep going because what gets more cringeworthy is not, I'm like, it's not Peter and, and Hannah, if you're listening again, Hannah, I mean, I'm dreaming that maybe one of these bachelor famous people will be listening to this podcast. Probably not. But if you are listening, it's not cringeworthy because of you. Anyone would have had this reaction, but it was just a cringeworthy moment. And I think you probably think the same thing, but let's, let's hear what happens with Hannah's voice in particular. Hannah Ann, your beautiful spirit is honestly unlike anything I've ever seen before. You're thoughtful, you're caring, you're selfless, you're passionate, and above all else, you're one of a kind. My heart chooses you forever. I love you. And the love that you show me is all that I've ever wanted. I never want to let you go. Oh. Sorry. You love me? Of course oh my I love God. you. Oh. Okay, so... I don't know if you just heard that super clearly because it was her voice was kind of muffled, but you could kind of hear it. She was like, "Oh, you choose me," and then she, if you're if you haven't seen it, go and look it up on YouTube. Just search "Bachelor Peter Weber proposes to Hannah Ann." You'll find it. But at this point, at one minute and fifty two seconds in the video, you see her awkwardly like lean forward to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not like, oh, my gosh, I'm crying. Well, I, re I read in an interview that, or listen, actually, read in an interview, psh, listened to a podcast, and she said that she was so surprised. She was really expecting to get rejected. And it was like her intuition was telling her that, like, he wasn't choosing her, which in the end he kind of wasn't. Yeah. And so she was just so shocked that he was choosing her that she, like, didn't know how to respond really. Yeah, I mean clearly. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, honestly, just the, the way the proposal was, not to like hate on the whole situation. I mean, this is probably really hard to do. I I do think 
that this is probably a very difficult and uncomfortable and weird process in general. Like being the bachelor or the bachelorette or whatever. But there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. That's true. You have to be like a normal human being with emotional intelligence. Whoa, I just roasted Victim. I'm praying for him. He just was so indecisive the whole time. Very indecisive. And yeah, that's just not how you should be as a bachelor, I don't think. You yeah. have the whole the whole point is like you've reached this point in your life, you've exhausted other dating options, and you want to find your person and you're serious about marriage, and then to be wishy washy the entire season. And yeah. at the end of the day, if Madison, who he clearly loved, left that week, he he should have just gone after her. Like he knew in his heart who he was there for, and it wasn't Hannah Ann and it shows. It showed big time. Yeah. It, during the proposal, you feel all the awkwardness. And obviously, it's a little bit of the producers and the editing, too. Like, normally, they play this grand, fancy music, and they make you feel all the feelings. I did. I yeah, don't think they did that. No, 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 no. Most of the music probably sounded like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what I did, Christina. <laughs> Even though you can't hear, I did the scary music. Yes. Like, again, this is what it sounded like. Big time. Okay, like, it was so, oh, it was so bad. It was so cringeworthy. So it was, it was a very big letdown, but it was also kind of like the most dramatic season of The Bachelor ever. ever. Like okay, Chris, Chris Harrison. I, I, yeah, Chris Harrison says that every single year. So that was funny. Um, ultimately, obviously, it didn't work out. Him and Hannah, I guess, like, didn't talk for, like, a month or something, or they didn't see each other for a month, and they come back together, they show you the, them having, like, this conversation, and Peter basically feeling like he's still being pulled in two directions, he's being very honest with her about it, and then ultimately, she just says, like, I don't deserve this, and and basically says, like, if you can't give me 100% of your heart in this, when you've supposedly chosen me, I have a ring, and we're engaged, then then this is not what I am here for, and this is not right. And she she even like calls him out and pretty yeah. directly, um, and rightly so, I think. Yeah. Because she says, you know, he took away her her first her engagement, engagement, the proposal. Yeah, and her first yeah. proposal, and so she give, gives him back the ring, and it was really sad. But like, power to her for for really, like. I don't know. It showed like a lot of like self respect and, and dignity that she knew in herself. Yeah, and it was pointed and direct, but I wouldn't say it wasn't out of line and it wasn't disrespectful. Yeah. Um, she was very much like Peter. I, I remember one of the lines she said. It was something like, "Either you don't mean what you say or you don't realize the impact your words have because you Mm. continuously told me that yes it was difficult yes your heart's being pulled but you were here for me you chose me and I you know I Hannah took those words to heart um yeah so I think that was powerful you either don't know the power of your words or you don't mean what you say yeah. I think we've, I don't know, I, I kind of just resonated with that. Not for any specific reason, but just, I think a lot of people don't understand the power of their words, or we don't in our own lives. For sure. Um, 
And and when Hannah, I thought the funniest thing, though, was when Hannah Ann was, like, roasting Peter. Not roasting, but being very direct with him. Every time she would kind of say, like, a powerful line, Peter's mom, Barb, they would show her the little yeah. preview of her. She was like, yeah, Hannah, clap, clap, clap. She was. She was clapping the whole time. They and I'm like, I mean, I'm, you know, good for her, I guess, for knowing, like, when your son messes up, it's not... Now she's not gonna be like, oh, little Petey, pat your, you know, pat your head, like she was. But as a parent, I would never do that. I, I feel like I would, I would support my kid. I mean, I would, I would talk to my kid and like be direct with him, but I wouldn't like publicly, like, cl- like, like part, clap part. when a girl is like roasting him. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't like. I'm not like, not that she, sure. whatever. You get what I'm saying? It no, was weird. Well, because to me, I feel like it's like you're participating in your kid's public shaming. Yeah. Because, like, in a way, like, that's, I don't know, that's kind of what I felt like. Well, yeah, and the whole audience was clapping, and then she'd start clapping, too, and, um. Yeah, so, I mean, prayers for that whole family, man, that they can come back together and find, like, healing. Because I think, I mean, I don't know, I'm not judging. I mean, I guess I sort of am, but, like, I just hope that they can figure it out. Because clearly there's some tension in the air when we watch that episode that live episode after the final rose, it was it was wild. It was yeah, wild. I think we got to talk about that though. Yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, after the final rose, ultimately Hannah comes out. She talks with Peter and she roasts him big time again, like very direct. And ultimately, she said like she she ended with the final word. I think she was like, "You have to be more of a man." Oh yeah, that was that was harsh. That was really harsh. I mean, it was. I mean, whatever her call, but I mean, it was, it was really harsh. I thought, but still, I mean, she went through something really difficult. So I guess, and then, um, they brought out, well, they showed the whole him and Madison getting back together and then her coming out and then them kind of pretending to be together. But like, I mean, like they honestly do, I feel like have feelings of love for each other. Like Mm I, I feel like they kind of, obviously he had feelings for both of them yeah but like definitely they both had feelings for each other madison and yeah but i think at that point they were kind of just like they were just like we're gonna get through this day because this isn't gonna i feel like you i don't know maybe not but yeah i mean obviously if they had that moment they the timeline was like they had reconciled about a month before after the final rose, so a month from yesterday or whatever day it was yeah. this week, and they hadn't seen each other since. So as soon as I heard that, I kind of thought, hmm, they've definitely been talking, but if they haven't seen each other in person, they're, to me, that's like maybe you're not motivated enough. Yeah. To do so. Or there's some other situation. And as we clearly see when the after the final rose night unfolds, there's clearly some major issues. Um, And you can see it in their body language, too. They don't. They're not cuddling. They're not holding hands. They're not. There's like a clear. There is room for Jesus on that couch. Yeah. I think there was definitely room for Jesus on that couch. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we had to back up to what I thought was just the weirdest thing that I still can't wrap my head around. What was that? So Madison 
actually meets Peter's family for the first time at the beginning of the season when she gets one of the first one-on-one dates when they're still in the Bachelor Mansion in L.A. and Peter's from L.A. So the first date is Peter gets to take a girl to his parents' vow renewal. So he chooses Madison. So Madison meets Peter's parents at their vow renewal and... Everybody sing, seems gung-ho about Madison. Madison loved it, whatever. And that's what really started their relationship off on a good foot. Now, fast forward to later on in the season. Madison tells Peter right before Fantasy Suite dates that she would be upset and she wouldn't be sure if she could move forward if Peter was intimate with anyone. Yeah. Um, and that she was saving herself for marriage. Yeah. And a lot of people call that an ultimatum. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I wouldn't use a negative context though. She was simply just saying, if you do this, I will feel this, but it's not, if you do this, I'm going to do this or whatever. Yeah. Expectation management 101. I thought it was, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, no, I feel like ultimately what then led to he, I mean, he went into the fantasy suites and he didn't really listen to her advice and he was intimate with other people and then that led to kind of a breakdown in their relationship and a lot of struggles that they went through and it just kind of, it just really heightened their differences that they had as people. Um, You know, her faith being really strong and forefront for her, him not like... He said he was spiritual, but didn't really have um, what wasn't like what she she was describing. She wanted like a leader of the faith for her husband. Yeah. And he was very honest and open. He said, you know, I that's not where I'm at, but I'm open to growing there is what he said. But I don't think you maybe totally understand, understood like what she really wanted or or needed. Yeah. And, and then so. It's almost like they were speaking different languages. Yeah, really, it kind of was. Um, so, I mean, that was, I feel like that was difficult. It was difficult to watch. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, not not because, like, it was just, it, it just, you could tell. You could kind of tell um, that they were speaking different languages, like you said. Yeah. Here, okay, but here's what I can't wrap my head around. So, Madison, you're, to meet. You're cutting out. Weird, sorry. Um, is that better? Yeah. Okay. Madison then gets to re-meet Peter's family um, when it's just down to the two of them at the end, her and Hannah Ann. They don't meet them at the same time separately. But she goes in and she's kind of explaining their journey, explaining that situation and their struggles and where they're at. And his mom... I, I just don't understand. She do, she doesn't like it. She's like, yeah. she, in what world? I just don't understand. I have a really hard time grasping how his mom thinks it's a negative thing that a woman that loves her son doesn't want him sleeping with other people. Yeah, and, well, like, that's just it, though. I think, like, again, this is showing the the, the vast differences between Peter and Madison because, I mean, when you just look at 
like it, I saw this. There was this thing on Twitter then, literally at the fi- after the final rose, and it was a picture of Barb, Peter's mom, and the look on her face when it was after the final rose this past episode, and she was very upset about Madison and her character and like what she was standing for and what she was standing up for her faith and like her morals and how she wanted to, you know, respect herself and, and the person that she was going to have a relationship with the, the face of like disgust, right. On Barb's face there. It was like, it, it wasn't maybe disgust, but it was definitely like, I really don't like you. And <laughs> The then it was juxtaposed that picture of her face like that, and then that was next to a picture of her face like laughing for joy and excitement the season before this when Peter was on yeah. Anna's oh, season I of The Bachelorette, and she's like cheering for joy because they had just announced after the final rose on Hannah's season that Hannah and Peter had kind of gotten intimate quite a bit. On his season. Multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, his parents were cheering. And there was a windmill, maybe. <laughs> there was a windmill, maybe. I I just... But I can't fathom it. I don't know. It's it's just it's something I can't relate to. Yeah. Like, it was It was just... It's just weird. And Her what, reaction is just weird. On what planet, though, are we... Is it a bad thing for someone in your kid's life to have stronger moral standards than your kid. I don't know. I would think, great, like, make my kid better. I don't know. Maybe that's naive to think when, you know, our child is, you know, not even a year old and she doesn't even know what morals mean. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I can't maybe, like, circle back in 15 years on this conversation, but I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I, it's weird. It's just weird for me. I don't, I I don't understand it either. But what happened kind of through it all, obviously they, they were not happy with her. And then ultimately yesterday, was it yesterday? Or a couple days ago, whenever we watched it, we watched it, I think. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, but we watched it after the fact um, because we recorded it, but it got to um, the very end of it all, and they're, you know, talking about how, you know, Peter and Madison are in love with each other and this whole thing. But then at the end of it, like, Chris Harrison ultimately asks Barb, like, what do you think of all this? How are you going to – obviously, there's some tension between – like, they were very open. Like, you know, Barb, you, you clearly seem to have some dislike about this situation. What do you think? How can you reconcile this whole thing with your son – and I'm actually going to play the clip for the audience members to hear what she says. And uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty dramatic. Being a dad twice over, uh, I totally understand your position. You just want what's best for your kids, as I do. The whole too. family does, Chris. Right. I mean, my son, who's 25 years old, my husband... Well, I'm not going to say his age, but, but myself. We want the best for him. And I have to tell you, completely two different people, that one will, was willing to compromise, the other one has not. And to me, 
to me, you need both to compromise. And only one is compromising. And earlier, Peter said, when we were with Hannah Ann showing the show, he said, I gave my heart to two people. At that place, one only gave his heart to him. And that was Hannah Ann. So to me, of course, my love went to Hannah Ann because anyone that loves your child or your son, your daughter, no, I disagree. you love them dearly. Um, I think... I think this isn't just Peter's journey. You know, when you sign up to come on a show like this, you're looking for love too. Um, this wasn't just Peter looking for his wife. I totally understand, you know, as a, as a mother, like you are gonna obviously, you know, be thinking about Peter. Um, but also this is my journey too. And this isn't just Peter choosing me. This is me choosing Peter and, um. So she just cuts off Peter's mom, Christina, <laughs> and she, she just basically stands up for what she believes in, which is really, really awesome of her. Like proud of her way to like have a backbone that was really powerful to see um and i thought that was really cool what did you think of that moment when she when that happened oh my gosh well the like rule follower in me was kind of like oh what's she doing don't no 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 no, no. You, you never do that to the mom yeah but she was kind of like getting berated on national television and in my opinion, I think Madison is kind of in the right anyway. But regardless, I don't think she was disrespectful. She no. kind of cut her off a little, whatever. But she was just, she stood up for herself. And yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I, good for her. Good yeah. for her. They said, everybody said, Madison clapped back. Madison clapped back. That's what people said online. Yeah. Yes. That's fun. All right. Let's see what, what, what else Barb had to say. Got a little, got a little salty after that confrontation. Let's see. I think it is important that you guys find your space and find your love. But obviously, family is important. It's massively important. So, Barb, how do we turn the page and and give this a shot together? Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. That's it. Whoa! 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 whoa. So she just said, Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. Oh, that moment. Oh, my god, That was horrible. It was so horrible. I'm like, oh, I couldn't. I, I was like, I, this woman, I was very, I was very, lost a lot of respect. I lost a lot of respect. They framed her the entire season as like the, the whole family, like yeah. the mom and dad as like these. America's favorite mom and dad. America's favorite mom and dad. And they were so cool and hip and funny and, and like, supportive and, like, right there every step of the way with him as he's going through this emotional process and whirlwind and everything. And then this. And then it's like, nope, we're only, we're only with Peter every step of the way if he does exactly what we want and gives him the daughter that we want. Yeah, it was... Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. And just like you heard there at the end of that clip, like everyone started booing. Everybody. Ev Did they ev really start everyone, booing? Everyone. Everyone was booing. They were oh, like, no wow. way. Like they were like, I mean, some of them were like, oh, my God. You know, you know, doing the whole like, oh, shoot. Like what just happened? 
Um, but actually, let, let's play a little bit more. Let's see what Peter says in his response just to kind of build the drama of, uh, and put you kind of in the scene because I think what Peter did next was like it just kind of framed what was to come. Okay, so all his friends, all his friends, all his family, everyone that knows him knows that it's, it's not, you know, it, it's not going to work. So we've been trying to help him. Would we want it to work? Yes. I'm telling you, I'm, I am telling you that I love Madison, and that should be enough. Cheers all around, Peter. Cheers all around. So basically, Christine wasn't hearing it, so I'm going to just recap it. Yeah, she was like, you know, we think it's not going to work. All of his friends, we think it's not going to work. So we're trying to help him. And everyone's like, boo, what Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then he, and then Peter's like, you got to stop. You got to stop. Like, I'm telling you, I love this girl. And it's just that that has to be good enough for you. And you need to trust me. And then everybody cheered for Peter. And they, like, I Dang. agree. I agree with Peter. And I, I just am, again, appalled by, like, yeah, the lack of support. I mean. If that was in that situation, I would like we'd ha- I'd have some issues with the family. But my family loves and supports the crap out of you. Yes, that's true. It's awesome. Yeah, you like We're very loved. Yeah, my mom thinks you're like the best, and and your parents are like super nice to me and like think I'm the best. Yep, that's true. The, <laughs> the amount your mom encourages me about like being a good youth minister is incredible yeah i think sometimes my mom loves you more than me that's weird. <laughs> that's weird that's weird that's uh, no it's but yeah it's good i've never felt i've never felt anything like what madison must have experienced the other night yeah um, i can't imagine and it, it it's it's so it's just crappy because Barb, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? I think she knows, like, hey, if I harp on this girl so much and I discourage the relationship and I'm not supportive, well, that, I am creating the barrier. They kept talking about, like, there are going to be so many uphill battles you'll have to face. A relationship shouldn't be like that. And I'm thinking to myself, not having your family support is way more of an uphill battle than almost anything else. Yeah. If they had their family support, I think they could have been able to tackle all the other issues. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I agree. I agree, Christina. So it was a crazy bachelor season with, just like Peter said it, every week was a little bit crazy and not the way it should have been. And... It all came to the end. It was kind of a letdown. That's that's my grade of this season was kind of a letdown in that, like, it was basically, like, a lot for nothing. Yes. <laughs> totally. There was so much drama, and it didn't end up being worth it whatsoever. I missed the days where the ending of The Bachelor was someone getting down on one knee and it being super romantic, and when they were on the after the final rose a couple months later, the couple was still happy, and they'd be talking about a wedding date. Yeah, or kids or something. Like, they're like, we're yeah. going to get well, married and have kids and have a family, and it was so good. Yeah, I miss that, too. I'm just sorry for the fluffy, drama-free, romantic love story. But this all has to do with ABC 
making tons of oodles and boodles of cash because guess what's happening next? An amazing season of Bachelor in Paradise. Well, no, before that, though, is The Bachelorette. Oh, really? Yeah, they they already started filming. I think it starts oh, wow. May. Oh, May. So it goes so, It goes Bachelor in January. No. Bachelorette. No. No, next is not The Bachelorette. Oh, it's the singing the, one. The new one. It's it. <laughs> What did they call Follow it? your, sing with your, I don't know. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. There you go. Thank yeah, you. Listen to your heart. I was going to say follow your heart. The Bachelor is doing a combination show of their version of, it seems like their version of American Idol or The Voice mixed with The Bachelor. So you get paired up with couple, like you couple up. Every person who's a couple are also musically talented and they're singing to be, to get some sort of record deal or some, something like that. Who knows? I don't know didn't, what the rules of the show are, but... Wait, didn't ABC used to own American Idol? Now American Idol is canceled off ABC and is now on NBC? No, American Idol used to be on Fox. Oh, I was making up some tea and spilling it where it didn't need to be spilled. <laughs> um, <laughs> Youth ministry jokes. I But I don't consider that part of like the Bachelor franchise. Maybe it will be when... When it happens and... Yeah, but for but, now... But it has to prove itself. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I understand. So it's, but it normally goes Bachelor in January, Bachelorette in late April, early May, then Paradise in July, I think, or June or something. No, July, August. Um, So yeah, but the, so now the Bachelorette is 38-year-old Claire Crawley, I don't really know of her too much because I boycotted this season that she was on, Juan Pablo's. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, the producers did a pendulum swing because the past couple seasons have been, you know, 22, 23, 24-year-olds. Now we're going the other direction. So clearly they knew something wasn't working. Something wasn't working. They're figuring it out. So hopefully it's a better season of the show. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. We'll still watch it because we're fans of the show. Yep. I've been watching this show. You got me into it when we started dating, and it was Ben Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor, and he ended up getting engaged to a girl from Portland, where mm-hmm. we now live in that area, and that's cool. Actually, the girl who he got engaged to, one of our core members' husbands. I don't know if they do. You think that they'd care that I say their name on the show, Christina? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, one of one of our core members' uh, uh, husbands, she can tell me if she listens to this episode if it's okay to say her name or not. But anyways, he is a pilot. <laughs> Funny, fun enough because Pilot Pete from this season was a pilot. But anyways, he's a pilot, and he was a pilot for that for the airline that the girl who Ben Higgins ended up getting engaged to i'm terrible at telling stories her sister the girl he got engaged to is a flight attendant for the same airline i was gonna be wrong anyways thank you for finishing it because i'm a terrible storyteller clearly as you just saw and i was gonna say she was the flight so basically we're six people removed i mean i don't know what number it is but from the bachelor person but nick we're you know we are less removed of certain people from this season we don't have to get into that <laughs> um, i may or may not have 
known a person from this season of The Bachelor. But, anyways, Christina, well, I have I, I have one more, one more, one more thing, before one more we bone to pick. Or what's the bone to pick? Okay, there was one phrase that was used so much this season, and I feel Windmill. like what windmill? No, no, that was last no, season. No, no. My truth. My truth. Everyone yeah. kept saying, this is my truth. This is my truth. My truth is blah, blah, blah. No, do you not know the the definition of truth, right or wrong, black or white? There is one truth. There it is, is Jesus, one truth. Baby. Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> no, you're right. But in in any scenario, there is one truth. You can have an opinion. Yes. But there is one truth. True. One, uno. You might have different perspectives even, but I, you still can't coin it my truth. That's stupid. That's some 2020 nonsense if I've ever heard it. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So anyways, people, um, thank you for coming into the show. You, If you sat through and listened to this, thank you so much. Um, this is Christine and I's passion <laughs> on on Mondays during this, when the season's airing and we get to sit down and watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Anything that ABC airs like this, we are into it mm-hmm. and we watch it. So it's it. Christina and I have been kind of talking about this and we were really excited to break down The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. And I, and I yeah, mm-hmm. I am sort of connected to the season more than others. So I definitely have... I have a place to discuss this, like, because I, I knew someone who was on the show, but we won't get into that, people. So thanks for being here on the show. If you like it, leave a review. Christina wants to tell you one more thing, too. And then, yeah, what do you want to say, Christina? I want to say this is one of my favorite topics to talk about in my DMs. Please, if you have any opinions about the show, I really want to hear it at Christina Marie Longo. It's not even, I'm not trying to pitch my social media. I really, truly want to hear what you think about the season at Christina Marie Longo. Tell her what you think about the season of the bachelor and she is going to love it. And then she's going to show me and that's going to be super encouraging to me because you like listen to the show and you took action and you reached out to her about it. So Thank you again for listening to the show. If you also want to take action on the show and encourage me again, you can leave a review like I was saying before and share it with a friend because it really helps people find out more about the show. We will see you on another episode of the Nick Longo Show. Cheer them out, Christina. Cheer them out. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Nick Longo Show. Nick Longo Show.